Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. We are here with Grateful Heart TV and our guest, Taylor Russell with KO Energy. I'm so excited you're here. You have no idea. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Okay, I feel like I'm more excited than you no, are. No, I'm very excited to be here. I'm very <laughs> That's excited. That's much better. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I'm just teasing Taylor here. <laughs> yeah, I had asked him to be on our show a long time ago, and then unfortunately, it was right in the midst of COVID when we were still on the radio. And of course, that didn't quite work out for us, but I think things happen for a reason. Now, Taylor's just living right up the road from our studio here in Mesa, Arizona. And we have this beautiful screen. We're gonna talk solar, everything solar, everything you guys ever wondered about solar, curious about solar, you have solar, maybe you've had bad experiences with solar, Taylor's here to tell us the truth about solar. Yeah, I am. So I want to start with, okay, watch out guys, I'm actually in charge of the screen today. Did I do it right? Right. I'm not doing this right. My mouse turned around. Oh, there it goes. Okay, woohoo! I'm so excited. Okay, so Taylor Russell is the VP over at KO Energy. How long have you been doing solar Talk to us a little bit about your experience with yeah. solar. Okay. Yeah, I've been in solar about six years. Okay. Um, I actually started in solar back in Dallas, Texas. Okay. So I uh, opened up that market for a company there. Um, spent a decent amount of years in, in Texas, and then I uh, moved to Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, and opened up a market there, and, and, and then a team and an office in, in Las Vegas. and. Uh, now I'm here in Phoenix and I'm excited to be here. So been in multiple markets, been in solar a long time, been able to help a lot of homeowners and excited to, about the, the future of solar. I am too. Now I've been doing real estate for quite some time. I don't want to date myself because I do every show and I always walk away feeling super old. <laughs> I love it when I see a house that has solar panels on them already. I love it when I have a seller who wants to sell the home with the panels when I have a buyer who maybe is looking to get solar, but the home that they're looking at buying, maybe the other agent isn't as experienced as I am and they don't know what to tell people about solar. Yeah. So to me, the big thing about solar from my perspective is just truly education, not just why somebody should have, because I think we all know we live in a sunny state. Yeah. And I noticed Texas, Las Vegas, and Phoenix, where we're all very sunny states, right? Correct, yeah. So why, in your opinion, Taylor, does not every roof in the whole state of Arizona not have solar panels? That's a great question. So really what it comes down to is the utility that services those homes. So, so you're talking APS versus SRP, correct. right? Correct. Yeah. So if you look throughout the United States and markets that, you know, have solar or are big with solar, uh -huh. you're looking at one, uh, the sun, two, how much power is being used in those markets. Okay. And then you're also looking at three is how that utility manages the, the solar or the energy that comes back on their grid. 
So there's a big difference between APS and SRP. There is. And now just time out real quick. Okay. For those of you guys who are not familiar with the Phoenix Valley, I live in the Southeast Valley. Mm -hmm. Most of the homes down here are SRP. You Correct. go over to the west side of town and you see a heck of a lot more roofs with solar panels on them because that's more APS territory. Correct. So I just kind of want to set the stage for anybody who might not yep. be from the valley listening to our show right now. Correct. Yep. So there's two different utilities here. Um, you even look at the state of Texas, it's a deregulated market there. Okay. Meaning there's not a specific utility that you're tied to. Oh, so you could use any one? Yep. So it's like shopping for TV or oh, your cell phone provider. Doesn't that sound like so, glorious? I wish we yeah. could have that here. Why don't we have that in Arizona? Every, every market's different right so uh -huh. going back to that question there you know you look at California there's a lot of different utilities there um, and so really what it comes down to is people need to understand what solar is doing and how it's adapted okay um, and they also need to understand how the utility manages the power or manages solar being installed on, on those roofs so tell us about that then we're, I mean we're rolling right into it yep, let's roll right into okay. it so the biggest thing is when when markets or utilities are very pro-solar, they have a really good what we call buyback program or net metering. Uh -huh. So here about 2018 APS, there was a big vote that that happened, right? Because it's a public utility. Um, and it was all based around solar energy and mm -hmm. what was going to happen to the excess power that was produced with the solar and how the utility was going to compensate that homeowner for it. So a big misconception <clears throat> is these solar companies come in, they install solar at no cost, and then they get all the benefit of the excess power. Right. That's not the case. That's a very big misconception. So you actually get a credit onto your bill for any excess power that you're creating versus you using yourself, Correct, right? correct. So say you have a, a month like a January or February here in the Phoenix Valley. Uh, the sun's out every single day, right? right? But you're not using very much power. So what ends up happening is you're going to produce more energy than you're actually consuming there at your home, okay. which we get that. So, so you end up with a zero bill from APS. Yep, and then you get a bill from APS as a minus on it, which we love to Ooh. see that. Right? I want a minus on my bill. Yeah, we, we love to see that. But I live in SRP, so yeah. what's the difference? So the biggest difference is APS will buy back <clears throat> any excess power at 10 and a half cents. Wow. So they're able to give pretty a pretty smart. good yep, a pretty good buyback to these customers that mm -hmm. live on that west side of the valley or serviced by APS. SRP now, right. they now have multiple rate plans that will put people on. Um, here in the next couple years, you're going to see a big push coming uh -huh. back to SRP with solar because solar companies are starting to evolve. The technology is getting to where we can add battery technology, load controllers. There's energy efficiency products that can be added in that, that so market. So when you're talking battery technology, mm -hmm. isn't that like what you hear Tesla's been trying to create supposedly to get people yeah. off the grid? Yeah, correct. And so you'll really see those that technology being installed in markets where the utility is not very beneficial Friendly. Yep, with buying that power back. So <laughs> rather than the power being exported back to the power company's power lines, it'll stay on site with that battery technology. So there's Tesla, there's LG, there's all sorts of different you know companies out there that uh -huh. are innovating this battery technology. And that's where you're gonna see a big push so in markets like SRP. Isn't the battery really expensive right now? Isn't that the problem? Yeah, so it's not a money saving product. Okay. So the biggest thing people need to understand when it comes to battery technology is, I just need to make sure that I'm getting the best out of my solar in markets where the utility is not going to buy that. So if you look in APS uh -huh. or even NV Energy, that's starting to become a battery state, uh, as well as California. 
whatever that buyback is will determine whether or not you want to add a battery on your solar system. Because if I'm an APS, there's no reason really for me to make that large investment when the utility is going to buy the power back for me at a really high rate. Right. right. So when I'm in SRP and I'm only getting a small rip off of that power. Well, I thought they actually charged you extra to, uh, to go to the grid if you have solar. Wasn't that the whole so there's, issue? Yeah, there's connection fees with every utility, uh-huh. which people need to understand. If you look at the back part of your bill, right, uh-huh. there's a big line item section there. You're getting hit with fees and, and connection fees, whether you have solar or not. Now, when you go through an interconnection process with a utility company, an interconnection is a term that we use. Yeah, I was going to say, this solar. sounds like yep, yep. right over my so, head. Yep, that's the process that we go through to connect the solar energy uh-huh. um, and turn it on on the grid. So when they come and inspect the, the install, they inspect how it's tied into the net meter and it's tied into that hardware on the side of someone's home, that's an interconnection process. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when they do that, though, and you're in SRP, I thought they charged you extra if you had solar. It depends on the rate plan you go with. Okay. Right? And that's the biggest people need to under, thing they need to you understand. You guys listening to this? Yep. This is important stuff yeah. here. So the biggest thing that APS and SRP have done very well is uh-huh. they've confused their consumers. Yeah, so, no, I mean, I'm super confused. Correct. So yep. That's so why you, you're here. Correct. So you get online <laughs> and you look at all these rate plans or you call to schedule in a rate plan to connect when you move into your home. Uh-huh. There's about 29 rate plans that you can pick from, from each utility, and they charge you differently. So that makes absolutely, so I, I'm assuming you guys over at KO Energy, mm-hmm. you go knock on someone's door, yep. you're like, hey, you want solar? And they're like, yes, but I don't know yep. what I'm doing. You're gonna guide those people through Correct. which plan to select, I would hope. Correct, and that's that's the biggest thing that really um, allows a consumer to have a good experience post you know, install and sure. the power's turned on. Because you could be, you know, benefiting greatly from your solar system, but if your rate plan with the utility is the same or it's uh-huh. not on the best one, your savings will go down big time. And so it'll end up hurting you. So post-solar. if you don't know which plan to go on. So that's, a, I think, a yep. really wise tip for you guys out there who are thinking about getting solar yep. panels. Make sure you get on the right plan, especially if you're in SRP. Correct. It sounds like over APS. Um, I have a little story. This is why one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about solar myself, even though I'm a total hypocrite and I don't have it on my <laughs> own home. You're going to fix that, though, for yeah, me. Yeah, we will. Uh, and the only reason is because I knew if I lived in SRP, mm-hmm. I kind of missed that huge, like there was like a, this big tax break during the downturn. Yep. Yep. People were getting paid thousands of dollars to put panels on yep. their homes. Why was that? Yeah, so that's the ITC solar tax credit, uh-huh. and it's actually still going. What? So that's the biggest thing that people don't realize. You can get a tax credit right now if you correct. put solar on your house? Correct. How much is that credit? It's 26% of the total sticker price of the solar system. So wow. If, correct. So if a solar system costs, I don't know, what is it, 20, 30, 40 grand? Correct, somewhere Somewhere in that, there. depending what little bells and whistles correct. you get and yep. how many panels and yep. all that stuff. Yep. 26% of that you get back in your taxes? Yep, correct. And so how that's handled, um, people need to go to irs.gov. They uh-huh. need to type in the ITC tax credit and it will break down exactly what that will look like. Okay. But our job as energy consultants when we go into a home is first and foremost trying to present a solar project that is gonna fit the best needs for that homeowner. So there's lease programs, there's purchase programs. Oh, we're getting into all that. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't you, so we have well, we have other guests coming on, yeah. and one of them is a lender. So we're gonna yeah. get into that. I'm gonna, I, I purposely yep. saved the plans 
and the whys because mm-hmm. my appraiser and my lender, I'm sure, are going to yeah. have two cents to say, say about that. But but one thing I want to say about that before we move on is you only get the tax credit if, if you, you buy. purchase. Correct. Right. So a big a big misconception out there as well is homeowners will go solar on a lease program expecting that ITC money to come back to them. Okay. And they will not get that. So a listing of mine I had this year, mm-hmm. my guy drove an electric car. Okay. He had this big, huge battery thing in the garage to plug okay. his car into. He loved it. He loved it so much that he was willing to take those panels with him to the next house because he just yeah. spent a bunch of money. And this was the first time I heard mm-hmm. that it was, he had a loan on it, but a purchase loan, not mm-hmm. a lease. And that was the first time I came across somebody who yeah. had a purchase loan versus a lease. And I thought that was like a beautiful blend of the two mm-hmm. because the benefit for a sale and you know, we're gonna have an appraiser coming on later, so we'll see what Jay has to say about this. But it, when I listed that home, the benefit was those panels were already paid for. Correct. Because what he was doing is when he sold the home, he paid the loan off. Mm-hmm. That to me was where the real value is. Yeah. The only thing I was worried about, and this is where I need your advice, Taylor, is isn't the technology changing so rapidly right now that in two years, if you buy panels versus leasing them, like, is there a difference in the warranties or updating yeah. the panels? So the warranties on now industry standard is a 25-year warranty bumper to bumper on the hardware of, of the panels. So the panel themselves? The panel, the inverters, uh, the conduit pipe, those things, those are taking care 25 for 25 years. years. Yep. So in 20 years when these enormous panels are now mm-hmm. like this big because we yeah. figured out how to make them like teeny tiny <laughs> or I, I saw that you can yeah. make them like, I think you can have roof tiles that are actually made of solar panels too or some yeah. crazy stuff that's coming out. Um, will you guys replace them or you just continue to fix them or update them? Yeah, we'll continue to maintain them because they have okay. that, that that maintenance warranty and everything that we have on those. Okay. It, it, obviously, on a lease, the one thing that differs from the lease and that purchase, which we can get into that later, is yeah. there is a, a production guarantee on leases, meaning they're going to produce a certain amount of power. See, that's where so, I thought there was the benefit is yep. if you went lease, yep. then it's because you are you don't actually own them. Correct. You guys do. Yeah, you're just... You're just able to pay a cheaper electric bill uh-huh. with having hardware that produces a kilowatt hour cheaper than the utility will sell it to you for. Okay. So you are going to save that money was, on That was lease. a big chunk. I want you to repeat that. Yeah, so Slowly. when people look at a lease, the biggest thing they need to understand is they're leasing a, a piece of hardware that in turn is going to produce a kilowatt hour, okay. right? So when you look at a utility bill, you are charged per kilowatt hour. Sure. And based on your rate plan, you're charged a different rate, right? Okay. So the biggest thing you need to understand is when I go lease, I don't have any financial obligation to fix the panels if they break or to maintain them. Um, Those big box brands are the ones that are going to hold that warranty and and maintain those. The biggest thing you need to understand is I'm just able to buy power cheaper than the utility, which is APS or SRP, can provide it to me. Okay. So that's the benefit of leasing. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole bunch more benefits when you actually purchase them, whether with a loan or not. Correct. So, okay. I, I, I digress. Okay. The company yeah. used to be called Solar City, now known as Tesla. Tesla. Yep. I, I know they seem to be one of the bigger ones I've run across yeah. when I've helped clients both buy and sell yeah. homes. One of them was my dad's home a few years ago. He passed away, and he did get that tax credit, which mm-hmm. I thought it went away. I had no mm-hmm. idea it was still around. Yep. And we were having problems because, for whatever reason, his panels were not producing the same amount of power, and I was trying to sell the home, and mm-hmm. the investor client didn't want to take over the yeah. pet payments, and it was just kind of a mess. Okay. But what I found out, and I want you to tell me if this is true, he had three enormous palm trees in front of his home. Okay. And apparently they shaded those panels a good part of the day. Yeah. 
So you, if you're going to get solar panels, you need to make sure that you don't have big trees that are going to shade your house, right? Yeah. So when you, when an energy consultant comes into your home, they're going to look at a couple things before they get a design for you. Okay. They need to look at your most recent electric bill. The reason why that's important, and most people just either on electronic payments or they get their bill and they look at how much it is and they throw it away. Uh-huh. We look at the the bar graph on the bottom. What that bar graph shows us is exactly how much power you're using each month. Okay. Okay. So then at that point, we send it over to one of our engineers and they take what we call a PV watt report of your home. So it's a high image uh, of your house and it simulates up to 25 years of the sun patterns. So we know exactly based on the shading, the trees, we know. So should they not have put those panels where they did if that if he was having problems because of his trees? Yeah, so they would have at that point, when you come back with the design, you can give the customer a couple of options. Hey, listen, this is what it's going to produce with the trees. Without the trees, this is what it will produce. So they need to be able to explain that to the customer at that point. And the customer has the opportunity to either cut the trees down or be happy to get the power power that they're going to get. And since he'd passed away, he might have been told that and I had no idea. Correct. Well, I come into it, I'm like, why are these panels not making all the energy they're supposed to? Correct. And and then from from a solar perspective is if they have those trees and they don't want to cut it down, Uh if there's roof space on the roof to add a couple more panels to get that desired offset, Uh they can just go that way as well. Okay, so that leads me to another question. Mm -hmm. I have a place up north in the Pines. Okay. Should I get panels? Because very few people up north in northern Arizona have panels, and I'm guessing it's because of the tree coverage on their land. Yeah, the biggest thing that I ask people is what is the purpose of the property? Is Mm -hmm. it somewhere that you are gonna spend a lot of time? Um, What is your electric bill currently? Mm -hmm. Um, Are you gonna rent it out and have people in there throughout the year? Do you have taxable income that you can get tax credit money back, right? So there's a lot of questions to ask yourself when you you approach it. I'm getting closer to wanting to get panels on my house here in Chandler then. And the reason being is, my husband and I keep going back and forth with, if we move out of it, we're gonna keep it as a rental property. Mm -hmm. If we keep it as a rental property, that's just another incentive savings for the future tenant because now we'll be able probably to rent it for more because it has solar. Well, not even just that, but when you look at it as an investment property, which I've helped a lot of homeowners that have rentals go Mm -hmm. solar, um, it's another revenue stream for you to get a little bit more money on the, the home. So say it's producing all the sure. power, you can you know add a couple hundred dollars knowing that they're not gonna have an electric bill with utility. And if right. they do, it's gonna be Minimal. peanuts. Yep. Awesome. So, you know, I was so excited to get into this topic that I totally blew past the fact that oh. we have like so much other stuff to talk about if yeah. I can figure out how to make this mouse oh, work. Good. Oh, Fry, why are you making me do this? Okay, Taylor, I'm passing this over to you. How do I, I'm not, I'm not an Apple girl and we're in the middle of a live show. Oh yeah, thank you. Okay, so now I see what you're doing. Sorry, (laughs) Fry's laughing at me in the background. I can hear him in my ear. Okay, so I forgot, no, I did it again. So what what do I do? One finger up, yep, go push up. One finger the other way, the other way. Yep, there you go. Okay, sorry. I bet you as we go, (laughs) my shows will be better because I'll know how to do this. I have three gentlemen joining us at the break, and I forgot to introduce these guys. Two of them are currently listening on our Zoom call. Uh, Rob Smith, or Rob Smith, I just combined my two guys. Rob Sell with Homes, Rob Sell Home Inspect, Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage, and then hopefully Jay Joseph with Jag Appraisal Group will be all joining us because I wanted to get their input on this topic. Now, Joe, I am kind of laughing because that looks like a picture from a long time ago. No, I'm only teasing you because you and I are the same age. I was on this morning, so I wanted to bring this to your attention, Taylor. I was on Instagram and this ad popped up. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen this ad before, 
but I didn't know if it was just a trick to get me to go yeah. to their website or what this is about. But yeah. if you're lucky enough to live in an active zip code, so yeah. next thing I knew, I'm putting in my name and I'm like, I'm not doing this. I have yeah. Taylor coming on today. <laughs> exactly. So a lot of solar companies are really trying to diversify how they're getting leads from customers. Uh-huh. Door knocking is a big one. Networking is, is a big one. Also these uh, Instagram. social media, Instagram, you know, paid ad. Paid ads, so yeah. this is nothing different than what we're talking about. It's exactly. So it's their way to try to get you to click on it. And then they're essentially going to ask for that utility bill. Uh-huh. And they're going to try to get you a complimentary design. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not calling those guys because I got you here to tell me about the truth yeah. on solar. And if I didn't say so earlier, he is with KO Energy. K-A-Y-O. Very cool. Um, and I'm going to scroll. Look at I mean, look at me. I can scroll now. You, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. <laughs> okay, Taylor. So I said this to Taylor earlier when you came on. I'm a firm believer that nobody cares about what you know until they know how much you care. And I thought yeah. this was super cool yeah. that you guys talk to us about this program because it looks like yeah. you guys give back to the community and yep. I'm a huge proponent on giving yeah. what you can to help others. For sure. So what we do is we're a part of a Give Power Foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, out of every install that we have, we donate a certain portion of that install to this charity. Okay. Um, what they do is they go out to 16 different countries right now and they install solar systems that provide a water a water filtration system for 20 years for drinkable water for a third world country that doesn't have water. Which is a huge deal. It's very big. Because yeah. I can't imagine that that's cheap, especially to get it over no. to a third world country and exactly. get it all set up. Exactly so. So if this is something that sings to you and you, you want to help out the world, like seriously help, not only should you get solar yourself, because I'm sure solar is good just to, you know, for energy yeah. purposes anyways. But if you hop on their website and you just go to, no, actually this was on your Facebook. Yep. Uh, you go to Social Impact and we'll talk more about this, but I just thought that was so wonderful. I yeah. love I love working with other companies that give back to the communities, yeah. whether that you serve or in, anywhere in the world. Yeah. I think that's huge. Well, one thing I want to say about that that we really are, are excited about is we have an incentive for all of our, our team members. Uh-huh. And when we hit certain benchmarks, we take our top 10 um, individuals in the company and we go ourselves to install that solar system. So. That yeah. is, so we're, have you been somewhere? So at the end of this year, uh, if we hit that benchmark, we're uh-huh. going to be planning where we're going. So we've, we you definitely haven't decided have yet where we haven't decided yet. We, we've looked at a couple different places we're interested in, okay. but we're going to do that as a team and individuals who hit that incentive, mm-hmm. um, KO Energy will pay for those employees to come as well as pay for that whole project to take place. I think that's amazing. Yeah. That makes me again, want to just go ahead and get solar just to help people. And, yeah. and so this screen here, we're going to talk about, you kind of hit on okay. it earlier, but I want to yep. wait for my lender to come on. Because there are so many different options. Like somebody, you might be knocking on someone's door today Mm -hmm. and maybe they just lost their job due to COVID. You know, so the idea of having cheaper bills in the middle of the summer here in Arizona sounds wonderful, but they don't have the disposable income just to drop cash on it. Mm -hmm. You've got lots of options to help people out. Correct, exactly. So we will talk about that after the break. Uh, Let me think. I want to go, oh yeah, and this one I want to talk with Rob about because our home inspector, I'm sure he's seen a lot of roofs that have both had solar that currently or had it removed, and there might be some concerns there. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we'll figure out how we all get a hold of you to get solar. Oh, let's see if, oh no, what did I do? Okay, here we go. Joe, I, I can just imagine Joe's probably shaking his head in the background, <laughs> watching me try to stumble through this great. little mouse. You're doing great. Okay, so frequently asked questions that are on yeah. your website. I know that canned answers are on there, but I'm mm-hmm. sure there's some 
misnomers and mm -hmm. other questions besides the ones that people can find on your website yeah. that you probably get asked all the time. Yeah. What are some of them? The biggest questions we get is what happens if I move and mm -hmm. then what happens if a panel breaks. Okay, so, so what are, happens if you move? Okay, so the biggest thing that people need to understand now is most realtors and most individuals, especially in the Phoenix Valley, um, if they have a lease on their home, it's a solar city lease because Solar City was, was the, the primary was a dominant one. player mm -hmm. at that time. So what has happened is in, in the olden days with these leases, you had to lease it for a specific period of time. And when I went to sell the home, the new homeowner had to qualify for it with the credit check. Sure. As well as they yeah, had to take that. over the lease. So they had to take over the lease or it became a big ball and chain for that individual selling their home. Mm -hmm. Now that has changed. So a lot of people um, need to realize there's a big, you know, So they no longer move. have to qualify to take Correct. over those lease payments. Correct. So now if someone has a new lease on their home, mm -hmm. they have a lot of options at the point of sale. So them, them themselves can purchase the system after six years of the system being in production. So say I go forward and I lease the system and I want a lower monthly electric bill. Okay. Say it's been in production for six years now, you have the option of buying the system. So say you're like, you know what? I don't want to lease it anymore. I want to purchase it. I can pay cash. I can finance it. They have that option to purchase the system. Now at a point of sell or any liquidation event, they have the option of now transferring it to this new homeowner because we treat them as if, if they've qualified for the home, they're gonna qualify for solar. So there's no credit check that's needed. It's essentially just transferred straight over to them. All the warranties. Really easy. It's very easy. It's one document in closing, very simple. It's not. Okay, so you said one document. Let me yep. see. Oh, there I go. Yep. Well, there's one document plus one. Plus one. I'm a real estate licensee okay. here in Arizona, and I'm a huge fan of it. I've, mm -hmm. I've listed homes that have sold like crazy because yeah. I knew how to speak the language, yep. and I'm a huge proponent of it. I've helped buyers buy and assume those leases. So a lot of what you're talking about, what it's interesting to me is this past year, this addendum just got added to our <clears throat> Arizona Association of Realtors documents, and this is when you assume the lease and all the terms therein. And you know, talks about buyer due diligence, buyer yep. disapproval, and you're right, it used to be a ball and chain. Correct. Because a lot of agents didn't understand and see like here's right now um, unfulfilled lease, loan assumption contingency. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that you do need to research if you're gonna buy a home that already has them existing. But I tell you what, and you can speak to this for me, Taylor, if you're in SRP land mm -hmm. and the panels were for before some new or something yep. came on. Can you speak to this? Because yeah. I know like when I get a listing that had panels from 10 years ago, yeah. that you just hit gold. Like that yep. is, yep. people pay big dollars for Correct. that. Why? So the big push when SRP decided to no longer um, give a, a good buyback or a net metering program to uh -huh. these homes, um, they grandfather everybody in to when the system was installed. So there was a big push in the East Valley when SRP was telling everyone, hey, listen, we're going to draw a line in the sand and anything after this date is gonna be treated differently. Uh -huh. There was a lot of solar installed. When was that? That was about, I wanna say almost five years ago. I feel like it was even longer yeah, than that. It might have been six or seven. Okay. I have to pull it out. It's, it's, it's been a long time. It's been time. a while. Yeah, so now these people who now come in to buy this home, that someone made that choice to go solar, mm -hmm. they're benefiting from that decision. Because which, they don't have to pay as much. They correct. just know, They just need to know which pay, which plan to get on. Post-solar. Po yeah. yeah, so there's, so, because if they go and, and get on SRP and they don't know which plan probably to pick. Yeah, and they pick a wrong one, it could impact them. Yep. And you guys would help them with that yep, if they were to take over the lease. Correct. So that's something and, for you guys to think about. If you're taking over a lease, 
and you're in SRP and they were panels from years ago, you could get a huge savings, yeah. but make sure you get on the right plan with SRP. Correct, and that's where a lot of realtors, when they realize that is really important for them to coach their buyer, when you buy this, hey, you need to right. transition to that. So that's where that relationship with realtors and, and solar energy consultants is important. Absolutely, so that was question number one. Okay. Question number two. Okay. Do you remember what you said? It was, what happens if a panel breaks? Good job. Yep. So <laughs> it, it, it's managed differently if it's a purchase or mm -hmm. if it's a lease. So on a lease, um, there's the homeowner has no obligation to fix the panels. So if there was a hailstorm or something that was to come in and, and beat up that solar system, uh, we would now come over and then through those warranties of the lease, we would fix everything for them. Okay. Yep. And so the biggest question is off of that before I go sure. to the loan is how long does it take for us to get out there and fix it, right? Mm -hmm. And so our goal is to get out there and fix it as soon as possible. Okay. Right? So it's really important for our customers and we really kind of hit this home with them. If something is wrong or you change in your contact information, please let us know because we got to get over there and fix it because they have production guarantees that are built into these lease programs. So, so you said it was different between lease and purchase. Yep. Okay. So what's so the... On the purchase side... Mm -hmm. Um, if it has anything to do with installing the system or maintenance that's required, it falls back on the, the, the hardware. Nope, the hardware. Oh, okay. Yep. So every you know panel you know that we use has a 25-year warranty on that. Now, if it's an act of God, it would fall back on the homeowner insurance policy. So okay. So you need to make sure that your homeowner's insurance knows that you have panels, correct. and you probably have to pay a little extra on your premium to have those panels covered. Yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, and I can answer that. So normally, what these you know, insurance companies are looking for is they want to know the make and model uh -huh. and the dimensions of the panels and how many there are. And then they add, you know, the proper, you know, coverage on the home. And we're talking minimal dollars here. Okay. Traditionally, you're seeing anywhere from 20 to $80 a year and in an increase in premium. Oh, so, so that's really minimal. Yeah. But yeah. it's just, but it is something to consider yeah. because if you go get panels and Correct. you buy them because you're like, yes, I want that tax credit. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. And then you didn't cover them, and Correct. we actually had a hailstorm come through and jack yeah. them up. Yeah, that that could be pretty costly. Yeah, and, and hell normally doesn't do much to the panels. They are no. not just glass. Okay. Like that's a, something people need to understand as well. They're tough. They're strong. Like I started my solar career in Texas, as the land of tornadoes and hailstorms. Yeah. Um, and it's very very minimal that that would actually happen. Okay. But when these when these customers do go to these insurance agents. Um, they need to make sure they're asking the right question because sometimes they come back and uh -huh. they're like, oh, my, my premium went up big time. Well, how long has it been since you looked at your insurance coverage? Right. And then they're adding more coverage because the value of the sure. home went up. So there's a lot of moving pieces there, but it's very minimal, if anything, on that side of it. So you mentioned, and I've, I'm going to have Rob speak mm -hmm. to this too, okay. uh, but you mentioned they're durable and they're tough. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference? like? Do the panels actually protect your roof a little Correct. bit? Correct. They normally will. That so is, like could correct. it actually add life to the to your roof that if is you exactly have them covered? Correct. Yep. So what also That's happens, it's kind of like a carport the way yeah. that I explained to people. We've actually stuck up a, a heat sensored camera in attics uh -huh. and homes will traditionally be anywhere from 10 to 15 degrees cooler with solar because they have that wind gap that's covering the, the attic and the roof. Uh -huh. So it, it will add an extended life period. So another reason it will help, it yep. will obviously it will cost less to cool anyways because Correct. you have like a carport over your house. Correct. And then I'm just wondering, you know, it hasn't rained hardly at all this <laughs> year. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But if we had a heavy rain year, 
that's actually another layer of protection for your roof yeah. that might extend the life of your roof. Correct. And normally if a panel breaks, what uh -huh. I tell everyone is like, oh, what's that insurance policy going to cost me? If the panels break, you're going to have some other damage on your home that you're most likely going to have to be worried about. Okay. So is there a difference when you put the panels on a shingle roof versus a tile roof? Like yeah. install and yeah, so, potential damage to that roof? Yeah, great question. So the, the damage really doesn't... Rob, pay attention. I'm going to be asking you this too, bud. Yeah, so on the comp shingle, it's easier for us to install. Uh -huh. um, they're installed the same way, but in order for us to install on a tile roof, we have to take one tile out before we we, we install that on the roof. So, so you take one out to probably brace it correct, into the roof? Correct, and they're all flash sealed. Okay. Uh, the same way that any vent in your home is, is installed or built in when you build your home. Okay. So it's very, very, very sturdy and durable. Okay. But when we do install it, mm -hmm. the way that they're installed is each installation that's installed, sorry, each <laughs> installation that's installed can have four panels mounted on that one, that one penetration. So awesome. there's not just penetrations on every corner mm -hmm. of the panel inside of the roof. So um, there's a lot to think about when it comes to solar. Correct. Because if you own the home, you have to worry about stuff like this, which mm -hmm. I'm so glad. Thank you for coming on the show yeah. and explaining all this. I am really excited because this has already blown through more than halfway through the oh, show. sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I could probably keep yeah. talking. I mean, I'm nerdy this way. You guys know this about me. I'm <laughs> always about learning about new stuff. And while I've known about solar and the benefits, you've already got me excited to hear that I still can get a tax credit. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I thought that it was going to cost me more to live in our SRP and get panels than it was worth because that's the misnomer I've always heard. And it sounds like even if I got them today, my payments would still be less with SRP. Yeah, so I live in SRP and I will be putting solar on my home. Uh -huh. um, the difference is, is you just have to, there's a lot of factors when before you install an SRP that people need to understand. So I need to make sure, A, to pick the right plan with SRP. Correct. And then two, you need to make sure that they're installed on the right part of the home. Mm -hmm. So SRP, we look predominantly on the west side of the home. The reason why is because during that time of day, um, your rate increases during peak performance time. So rather than SRP delivering power to you at a higher price per kilowatt, mm -hmm. the solar panels can produce it for a lesser uh, price per kilowatt. So there's a lot of things on what angle your roof faces, how much power you're using, how many people live in the home. Those are all things that our energy consultants will go over in the home when they have your utility. So each home is different. I was just thinking, of, I sit north south yep. and the way my roof pitches, mm -hmm. I don't face west. Yeah, so south is great too. So okay. we will install anywhere um, east, south, or west. Do you run into issues with homeowners associations? No. So there's actually some laws that have been passed in the state of Arizona. Because it used to be a problem. Yeah. So there's some laws that have been passed that HOAs can no longer restrict solar. Uh -huh. um, if they ask you to move a panel, if it decreases the efficiency by 10% or more, you're, you're backed up by those laws that are passed. Very cool. So. Well, I think this would be a great time for us to take a break because I'm kind of anxious to hear yeah. what Rob, Joe, and hopefully Jay all have to say when it comes to the topic of solar. Mm -hmm. And don't worry, they're going to be nice. Hey. I promise. They're I'm nice excited. guys. And they will have good, smart, I'm sure, questions and comments when it comes to solar. Yeah. So you guys stick around. It's going to be a quick little break, two seconds or maybe two minutes, something like that. Um, some great commercials from our sponsors, including myself. We'll be back. Have you been thinking about buying a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead so you can get the best rate, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact Joe Smith at Epic Mortgage today. 602-741-4121.
Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters, so when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs with access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters. Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Welcome back, everybody. Now it's through our halftime show, and I've got three wonderful experts in their own arena joining us to chime in about the solar topic that we have at hand today. And I don't even know who to start with. Probably I'm going to start with you, Rob, only because I, I did mention you during the... I know, Joe, don't worry. We're coming right back to you, buddy. Uh, actually, first, let me introduce who all three we have. I did say earlier who it was, and I kind of mixed up uh, Rob Smith, and there's no such person, at least that comes on the show. We have Joe Smith of Epic Mortgage. We have Rob Sell of Sell Home Inspect. And then, of course, Jay Josephs with Jag Appraisal Group. All these guys have been in their respective fields for many, many years. Uh, Jay looks like he's driving right now. He's kind of freaking me out, but he promised me he's going to pull over in a parking lot here momentarily. So we'll just let him listen to the show for now, and I'm not going to call on him until I know he's safely parked. Um, low rates. Oh, Joe, stop it. We already know the late rates are stupid low. Uh, okay, so Rob, obviously these three guys have been on the show before because um, I'm picking on them and teasing them all throughout the show. Rob, I want to know, did you hear me earlier when I called you out? Because I said, hey, pay attention to this because I'm going to ask you about this. Okay, I'm here. <laughs> okay, so when we were talking earlier, Taylor and I, and by the way, this is Taylor Russell. I didn't make the formal introduction with you three. Yahoo's up on my screen. Uh, Rob. So we were talking about the installation of the panels versus shingle versus tile. You've inspected a couple of homes over the years. I, I assume every now and then you come across one with solar panels? Correct. Okay. So if you come across solar panels, what are you looking for when you inspect the home? Is there damage that you find from these solar panels? And is there a difference between a shingle roof versus a tile roof when you're inspecting them? I haven't really noticed a difference in um shingle or tile roof as far as damage is concerned actually i've never i've never found damage on one Ooh, did you like one of my questions is is that the when they install the solar panels do they do a pre-inspection of the underlayment because i know your average underlayment lasts about oh 20 to 30 years so if you get a house that's midterm so time out guys to... underlayment is on a tile roof not on a shingle roof so it's the layer right. of felt that's underneath the tiles themselves. I just want to clear that up for anybody who may not know what that is, Rob. Not everybody knows what underlayment is. Sorry, keep going. I didn't mean to interject. Sure. So my question is, if you come in midterm, say like you buy a house that's like 15 years old and you decide you want to put a put solar panels on, does the solar company come out and do a, a an inspection on the underlayment to make sure it's it's good and it's going to be okay? Because I know that solar panels that last on the average of what i'm just guessing what 20 to 30 years 
Yeah, so solar panels will last actually a little bit longer, closer to 40 to 45. Um, and on the other side of that, we do before anything, we do survey the home. So we'll send out our site surveyors, they're trained. What they do is they actually will, each shingle has to pass a weight test. They look at that underlinement you're talking about. They look in the attic, they check the trusses, as well as they look on the side of the home and they check all the electrical wiring. make sure wiring. it can support the additional weight. Correct. How heavy are those panels? They're actually, it's less weight than what's used to put on the roof because the weight's dispersed. It's not all in one spot. Okay. So to answer your question, yes, all of that is inspected. And if one of those things came back bad, we would DQ the home until those fixes were changed before we'll move forward with the home. Well, and, and so to, to Rob's your... point, go ahead, Rob. No, I was just going to say, what's your advice, though, when you get a house that's, say, 15 years old, and we know that the underlayments on the average will last 20 to 30 years, are you going to recommend that they look into replacing the underlayment before they do that so that they can protect their investment and, and the longevity of the uh, of the underlayment? Or Correct. How would you approach that? Correct. We'd have that conversation with them, and on the other side of that, it also depends on uh, what side of the home the panels are being installed and how big that side of the home is because say it's an e a south north plane and I'm only installing on the south sure. you know some individuals depending whether or not their insurance is still in place a lot of people don't even have that proper coverage on their home um, right now the big thing is if they were going to make that update they can include that into the cost if they were to purchase the system oh. so it's an approved adder that we can there add on go. the home so we could That's we're good. in the process of right now of, of adding roofing into you know a piece that we offer uh -huh. we work with a handful of roofers in this the market as well because we've been doing this a long time so some homeowners that don't have any proper coverage or coverage on their roof if they go to purchase the system they can add a re-roof inside of that so the re-roof would be done before we install the solar hey that's a great way for somebody who maybe can't afford to get a new roof Correct. to get a new roof while they're getting solar panels and they mm -hmm. can wrap that into a loan because so many people they get a roof leak and then they're just patching 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 Correct. because they're putting band-aids on something right rob you see it all the time i'm sure right and i get this question a lot when people ask me about solar panels which you know this isn't something we inspect but it's, it's always this is really good information because just i believe it was friday i did an inspection on a house and i was moving here from seattle which is not a probably a big solar state but he was moving here and he was thinking about putting it on putting it on now he had 10 years left on his underlayment which was essentially what the roofer had told him and he was really hesitant whether to do it or not but that's that's good to know that you can actually factor that into the cost of the installation of the solar correct i love that mm -hmm. uh so talking about the value of the panels jay joseph I'm going to call on you now just because you keep freaking me out that you're going to get in a wreck over joining the show today. Oh. And then, I'm, Joe, don't worry. I'm saving the best for last. Stop making those faces back there, buddy. Um, Jay, I almost wore my ASU shirt just to razz you a little bit today, but it didn't go with the outfit. So I'll make sure next time you're on the show I wear it. Um, so right. <laughs> do you see the screen? Joe, put it back up. I do see that. <laughs> so, Jay, I need to know you're an appraiser. You're one of the best appraisers in town. You teach, you educate, you do all kinds of cool stuff. What do you tell people when you go to appraise a home and it has panels? How much value do you add to the property because they have panels? Talk to us, Jay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the easy answer is if it's leased, appraisers aren't going to give you any value for a system. So that's certainly a compelling you don't reason. Own it. If you're if you're going to consider something, you should own, not lease. So uh, that's the 
short answer, lending industry doesn't want appraisers to assign value to leased systems. So hopefully Taylor's talking the merits of ownership rather than leasing, because uh, I don't want to rain on his parade at all. Um, and he's talking about so all of the above. Of, okay, so just be careful um, on the leasing component, because again, it's probably from an appraisal perspective, which is what you care about when you're getting a loan, um, you're not gonna get value to, uh, you're not gonna get an appraiser giving you value to the system. So do you take it into consideration like you would a pool where maybe the, maybe the system costs 40 grand, but you're only gonna give 10 grand of value. Is that kind of the same thing? Yeah, yeah that's fair. So we, the first approach to valuing a solar system is to find other houses that have sold with an own solar system and try and extract what the buyer paid in terms of a premium for the solar. Um, like you would a pool or a fireplace or a view or anything like that. Um, what's, what's great about solar from an appraisal perspective, if you can't find any comps that have sold with solar, you're not totally lost because you can kind of do a present value of estimated energy savings. Um, and that's that would be my secondary approach. Whoa, to whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Value is You're going over my head again, Jay. You know, I, I simple it down for me a little bit, buddy. What did you just say? Okay. So again, the first approach as an appraiser is let's find other houses that have sold with the solar system and see what a buyer paid in a premium okay. for that. Got that. Value to solar. But otherwise, mm -hmm. we can look, and usually with the help of the solar installer, hopefully the solar installer is providing information that says, here's your, or your energy consultant, here's your es estimated annualized energy savings. Okay, does that make sense? Yes. Uh, associated I'm with on board. solar versus no solar. And now we say, okay, let's say the warranty is 20 years, so we are going to assume the life of the system, so of the solar systems, 20 years, we're gonna assume, I'm making up numbers, a 2% yearly diminishment in output. You know, as the systems 100%. become less efficient over time. And then we will say, what's the present value of that cash flow? So there is a formula we an appraiser could use to assist in deriving a value. But um, generally speaking, it's a lot less than the cost. Um, I think the last time I ran numbers, and I would think that maybe the systems have come down in price and the efficiency is a little better. It used to be about a seven year break even point. Um, my gut feeling is it's probably closer to six years. And so what I mean is if you're going to install an own sister, solar system on your home, make sure you plan on living there for a while. Okay, fair enough. So um, Taylor just whispered that it was a half of a percent versus 2% for diminished value year over year. So whatever your factor is, I guess, to me, like, you know, I'll have people who might drop 90 grand in a backyard package and they're never gonna get that on a value on an appraisal. Obviously, solar doesn't cost that much. But on average, it, would, would you say it's fair to say a home with solar compared to another home in the same neighborhood, exact model, make, um, one with solar, one without, would you say 10 grand on average? You would maybe get more when you sell your house because of it? From, I, I would say that's a reasonable number. Uh, I'm trying to gauge what I think uh, most appraisers range would be. And I think it's probably somewhere between five and $15,000. It depends on the neighborhood. It depends on the output of the system, how many panels there are, all that stuff. Um, but I think that's a pretty good ballpark. And so if you say, here's the cost, 
here's the energy savings you know over the years here's the tax savings again taylor probably has run the numbers way more recently than me but I'm guessing somewhere the six to seven years is where you'll break even and everything after that is great. So for a homeowner, and, and Taylor, I want you to speak on this because I know I've seen the Tesla website before and I'm sure you guys have the same thing. If you're gonna get your home appraised, whether it's for a cash out refinance, whether it's to sell the house, you're gonna want to give Jay Joseph or somebody like him who's an appraiser a, probably some documentation on these cost savings and the warranty and all of the data so that they can give you as much value as possible. So when you go to sell the home, you're not still paying on something that you know maybe you didn't yeah. get the full value out so, of. So my question, I had a question, Jay, is the way that I've always been told is solar is sold at a price per watt point. And I've heard that appraisers are used to putting that price per watt back at a certain level, especially depending on market and, and utility. Is that true? No, not not generally. So first of all, for anyone who has solar or is thinking about getting solar, one of the things you need to condition yourself to start doing when you call ASU Joe or whoever um, you, Joe. is say you want a certified a certified green appraiser doing that appraisal. Yep. Okay, um, that's good if advice. You don't have somebody who is rated by the appraisal institute um, as being an expert in value in green homes, you've got some problems. Um, That's and another. I don't great piece see of many appraisers. Um, yeah, I don't see many appraisers valuing systems by the kilowatt output. Yeah, um, I don't see that. If much. they were certified green, do you think that would be more likely, or is that where ASU Joe over here would need to make sure that he requests <laughs> an appraiser who's certified in green? I like yeah, your. I, I like your Joe, new name, Joe. Joe should do that, or the appraisal management company should do that. Uh, generally. You know, we own Apex Appraisal Management, and we won't know. We won't know to look for a certified green appraiser unless the loan officer or the homeowner is letting us know that. Um, so that is one of the important things you want to do from now on. If you have solar on your house, is try and find somebody who's an expert in value and green properties. Well, now I'm no to ask. That's wonderful advice. You know what, Jay, you can just drop the mic and and, and just sign off now, okay? <laughs> uh, and it was a beautiful segue right into ASU Joe. So ASU Joe. Time. <laughs> I know you've waited a long time, but I, I told you I was saving the best for last. So no offense, Rob or Jay. Um, Joe. You've waited a long time. Let's talk solar. What are the things you run into? And I bet you, did you already know what Jay was saying about making sure you asked for a green certified appraiser on a home that has panels? Not at all, but that's okay. We learn something every day. Every day, that's why we're doing the show. So um, what I can say, a lot of these guys have already addressed the, the lending part of it. The, the key is to really just to disclose I mean, I think we, we can manage around most everything, but most of the time it's just that we didn't even know that there were panels. And especially now we're getting a lot of inspection waivers and we don't even need to get an appraisal that it almost becomes an afterthought, like, oh, by the way, we have solar panels. And then it's scramble time and we're all trying to figure out what to do and you know, are they leased, are they purchased, where are they, what are we doing? Do you, and that that is more the challenge. Do you see something different on a credit report when it's a lease versus a purchase loan? No, so when it's a lease, what we'll see most of the time is we're gonna see it on the title report. So there's gonna be a filing oh, a in lien. the title report. 
that says that there's a lien for that lease. But I can tell you, we don't really read the title reports. I hate to say it, but we really don't. <laughs> I'm glad he's so um, honest. Right? But, but that's where it will be. And it usually comes up like the underwriter will be like, well, what do you want to do with these panels? And we're like, whoa, what do you mean? You got solar panels? And then we have to jump in and for the, for the most part. So do you run into this again, the, on refis as often as you do on purchases or is there, cause that's the thing I'm thinking with all the refis you've been doing lately. Happens, happens all the time on, on both accounts. So on the purchases, the buyer has to qualify, right? The buyer has to get the lease put into their name. They have to qualify with those lease payments. So basically you what you're doing it. is you're qualifying now with the the added uh, lease payment. It could be, so your electric bill could be 250 a month, but now your lease payment is 200 a month. So yeah, you saved it, but now you have to qualify with that extra $200. Where you don't qualify for an SRP bill necessarily. Correct. So the difference between what Taylor was saying earlier, mm -hmm. when you're assuming a lease, yep. you guys don't make them qualify yep. for that new loan. But what Joe is saying is now all of a sudden it could be a problem for the lender because the lender's still gonna take that debt to income and factor in that additional payment, even though maybe you're saving money yeah. from your utilities. I know on the loan side, they're treated as a utility. So the way they're, they're shown to the credit bureaus and whatnot is a little bit different than a lease. So that's good to know on a lease. I was not aware of that. So a lease versus owning it, right yeah. Joe? And then the, on, on to the refi point, um, we have to basically, uh, when you pull the title report, you're gonna see the lease is gonna be in second position. There's always gonna be a lien on there, but it's gonna be in second position. So we have to refinance the first and without into going crazy details, we basically need to have the lease company say that it's okay or subordinate, that it's okay to replace that first mortgage. And with all the refinancing being done and everything, there's a small cost to it. And generally what happens is the solar company will come off title for a day or so, will do the refinance, will close the refinance, and then the solar company jumps back on title in that same position. So they're used Not a big deal, yep. but if you don't know about it, it becomes a big deal. Correct. Well, if you know about it in advance, I'm sure it's not a big deal at all. Yep. It's yeah, when, you, when you're surprised by the whole solar thing. Yep. Oh, by the way. Yeah, and so now they're no longer they are no longer putting liens on solar leases. They're UC five seven holdings that show that they don't own hardware that's on their pro that's there. It's uh -huh. it's treated differently than a lien. Mm -hmm. It says right in the agreement on lease lease agreement says this is not a lien. So you, we can get you guys that information and look at that. So if, if we have a customer that's going to refinance or going to sell, they just need to let us know, and then we take off that lead, that that hold and right, and then they will oh, do the refinance bye, and they'll put it right back on. That is correct. Um, and you know, I just thought of another question before, Joe, I promise I'm not cutting you off, buddy. Oh, Jay's coming back on. Hey, Rob, this is yeah. kind of a, this is kind of a question directed at you. So you mentioned it earlier. So talking about coming off title or coming off the lien, mm -hmm. somebody needs to get a roof repair. How hard yep. is it to get those panels off and put them back on? Super simple. Yeah. We come over that day. What we'll do is we, we bid them out or depending what program they have, they either have to pay for it or they don't. Mm -hmm. uh, we take the panels off. 
they come and do the roof, and then we put them right back on. So what plan do you need so you don't have to pay for those to come off and come back on? So you, the old, old programs. So if, depending if you were a beginning Solar City customer, mm-hmm. they were 500 on, 500 off, so you were still paying, but it's a very minimal minimal cost. What about a customer today wanting today, to do it? Th- they bid it out based on how big the system is. Okay. So that can range anywhere from 1000 to $3,000. To um, take those panels. So take that's them off to, and put them back on. So Rob, to your point, you better get that roof checked out because if you're towards the end of the life of the roof, maybe the panels will help extend it a little bit for at least the section where they're covering. Correct. And then depending on the insurance company, they won't let you just fix a certain part portion of the roof, right? They want it all done uh-huh. if it's going through the insurance company. So what we'll do is we'll come over there. We work hand in hand with a lot of these roofers. This is pretty com- a common practice, you know, inside of the valley. We'll come over there. They'll, we'll schedule the, the re-roof. We'll take the panels off. It takes a couple hours, really. Uh-huh. They'll fix the roof and we'll come put them back on and it will take, it'll be done within five hours. Okay. So, So, all right, guys, we're wrapping up the show. Jay, thank you so much for putting your life in danger. I see the seatbelt and everything. You're just to be on the show today. You guys, last chance, any questions that you want to throw at Taylor? I promised him you were all very nice. (laughs) Well, most of you. Is that Um, about $500 a panel to... uh... No, not take a them off and put them back on. No, that was so the old Solar City leases. So say you come across a Solar City customer that went solar in 2013, 14-ish. Um, solar City's laid off a lot of people, and they're a lot harder to work with nowadays. Now so, known as Tesla. Now known as Tesla, correct? Uh-huh. And so they would have to reach out to them and let them know, and Tesla would handle that. Okay. So that those programs were 500 on, 500 off. Now. Um, it's based on price, uh, system size. So ki- a system size here in the valley is an average of a nine to nine and a half kilowatt system. So depending on how big the system is and those natures, we'll bid it out um, and we'll take care so of it. So it sounds like it's an average around two grand to pull them off and put yeah, them back on if- Give or take. So something to keep in mind, but hey, yep. if you need a new roof and you can wrap it into the purchase Correct. of the panels, then you can get panels and a new roof all into your loan and that's awesome. So. Uh, We lost Jay again. Jay, bye. Thank you for being on the show. And Joe, um, anything else that you run into because of Jay just keeps cutting in and out. Jay, if you have any questions for us, now's the time when you get back on the screen. Joe, anything else solar that you run into that we should be aware of, whether it's on a refinance or on a purchase? No, it's really not that big of a challenge. The the key is just to let everybody know up front that that there is solar Uh and then we can get it handled pretty quickly. When okay. you find out eleventh hour, that's when it's crazy. But solar is very popular now. At the beginning, nobody knew what to do, but now there's been so much of it that we've all pretty much got it down, and we know how to handle it. Awesome, Jay. What about you? Is there anything else you want to add to the discussion on solar panels today? Any words of advice, wisdom, or questions for Taylor before we end our show? Oh man, he's got terrible reception wherever he is. Um, Jay, we'll come back to you. Maybe you can use your no, chat feature. I, I mean, I think Taylor's organization. Yeah, we lost you, buddy. Okay, Jay, we'll come back to you. Before we go, Rob, how do people get a hold of you if they want you to inspect their home? Uh, Rob Sell, Sell Home Inspections, is 602-908-7355. Awesome, thank you. That's hey, 908-SELL. 908-SELL. And then earlier, Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage put up a thing saying low rates. Joe, exactly how low are they today when you opened? What, what were the markets telling you, buddy? They're pretty damn low. So I will <laughs> tell you that they're in the high twos oh for 30-year fixed 
insert every possible disclaimer right here. And <laughs> for 15 here, we're like mid to low twos, also disclaimers. Yeah, and we already know all the disclaimers, FICO score and yes. all that good stuff and what type of loan program. So Call Rebecca. Call Rebecca, call Joe. Joe, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, you can find us on the web at myepicloan.com or you can call me direct at 602-741-4121. Awesome. Thank you, Joe. And I want to thank Jay Josephs for being on the show and adding what he had to add because I thought that was really important information for anybody who's thinking about buying solar. You need to know, kind of like a pool, may not add all the value to it, but you do to get the monthly benefits. So I'm not zooming off yet. I'm going to say goodbye to our two guests and Jay, who already left us. Thank you so much for adding to the discussion. Joe, you're going to be on the show again next week. And Rob, I'm sure we'll have you on another day, but I'm sure I'll see you before that inspecting one of the homes my clients are buying. So you guys have a fabulous Monday. Thank you for joining us. All right. All right thank you. Thank you. All right. Let me see if I can figure out how to do this. Oh, Lord, help me. <laughs> okay. Almost there. Fry is probably laughing in the background. Okay, my disclaimer is I do not have an Apple computer. This is like one of the first times I've even touched one of these mice, mouse. Uh, but before we finish our show, Taylor, how do they get a hold of you if they want to get solar panels from KO Energy? Because I love the fact that you guys give back and are helping people get clean water in, in third world countries. That's amazing. Yeah, so go to koenergy.com. Um, we're really active on Facebook, Instagram, our website, or you can you know, give me a call directly. My number is 801-602-1012. That's my direct cell. But if you Google us, you can see our reviews online. It has our corporate phone number there as well. So the thing that I always tell everybody is let us just come give you a free complimentary design. You okay. know, there's, no, there's no strings attached to get information. Most people have heard of solar or want to talk to everybody about it, but they don't talk to people who actually do it for a living. Or actually know about it. Correct. So I've learned a lot more from yeah. it from you today and our other hooligans that were joining in on the show. Yeah. You're coming over to my house. I need to get yeah. a quote. I want to see the benefits because even though James and I might decide, we're almost empty nesters. I got a daughter in high school who's a senior this year and hopefully she goes back to school one of these days for realsies. Yeah. But when she does, we may decide to make our current home a rental property. And so it, it, we wouldn't be negating. That's probably been the biggest thing holding me back is, well, gosh, I don't know how much longer I'm gonna live in the home that I'm in. And so to hear yeah. that, but my other question, because when my clients did this this year, they, they were on a purchase contract with payments, mm -hmm. and he wanted to actually move his panels to the home he was buying from the home that he was selling if he yep. didn't get the purchase price he wanted or the appraised value out of it. Yep. So how complicated is that process if I just wanted to take those panels with me to the next house? Yeah, that's a common thing nowadays. It's not as common as transferring it, right, or right. including it into the, the purchase, but it is something we do. I've had a handful of customers do that already. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's, super, it's not very it's difficult not at all not very difficult at all lots of good reasons there's still tax credit if you know what plan to get on with srp doesn't mean that srp is a bad thing i was always telling my clients hey if you lived in srp it wasn't even worth it but it sounds like yeah. it definitely is especially if you go to buy them instead of leasing them correct and we don't even do leases really in srp uh, it's predominantly purchases that because we're of that there because of that but one thing he, that jay mentioned i know we're not out of time but the biggest thing is the programs have changed dramatically mm -hmm. um, over the last couple of years. And so the biggest thing for us is let us come over, let me show you what your options are um, with 
your ability to claim all the federal tax credits in SRP or not, it makes a lot of sense because you're getting a lot of money back from the government that'd be coming back your way. So why would you even think about doing a lease versus a purchase period? If I don't have the federal tax appetite to get the incentive. Okay. So if you're not going to really get the, the incentive. That's really the game changer. Yep. If you're not going to get the incentive, there's no reason to go with the program that offers an incentive you're not going to get. Why wouldn't you get the incentive? Because it's all based on your federal tax liability. So oh. it's based on how much money you make um, is determining whether or not they'll give that is money back to you. Is there a cap? Nope. And so it's non, it doesn't expire and it rolls over year to year. So you okay. can claim it throughout multiple years. Mm -hmm. um, but the big thing to note is by the end of this year, it will go back down. So it was at 30% last year. It's at 26% this year. Next year, I believe it goes to 22%. Ew. And then it goes to 20%. So, so talk it's, about it's time tier. is of the essence. Yeah. And then that goes off of installed date. So it will need to be installed in this calendar year. So this time of year. All right. Is I'm really checking my calendar. Yep. This time of year is where we really get busy because um, people's electric bills are high and then they know that timing is, is of the essence. Yeah, electric bills are definitely high. Correct. Well, I cannot wait to see what you can do for my house. Yeah. And I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I plan to keep this and probably replay it more than once because solar is a, is a really hot commodity, especially in Arizona. If for you guys sure. have thought about it, give this guy a call. Again, Taylor Russell over at KO Energy can either go to their website, they're all over social, and he even gave out his personal cell phone number. Apparently, you even go knock on doors sometimes. I do. So if you see us out, let us know. We you know what he help. looks like. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Have a fantastic Monday. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day